From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, we're going to update you on Celsius and BlockFi, as well as a class action suit to the Yuga Labs. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Good morning, everybody. I hope you had a great weekend. Today is Monday, July 25th, 2022. I actually missed reading about crypto news. Like, sometimes I still keep up on the news. Actually, most of the time I keep up on the news on the weekend. But this weekend, I was completely drowned in other work. So I didn't pay attention to anything. I didn't look at the crypto prices. I didn't browse Decrypt. It was just totally hands off of crypto. So I woke up this morning and popped open Decrypt. And I was like, ooh, I can't wait to read the news. I can't wait to look at the price. And I'm going to get into those crypto prices right now. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 8.21 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $21,896. It's down 3.7% in 24. It's pretty much even in 7, though. Ethereum is at $1,528, down 5.5% in 24. Still up for the 7. Tether's number three, USDC is number four, and Binance is number five at 255, down 3.2%. Running off the top 10, we have BUSD, XRP, Cardano, Solana, and Doge. The total market cap is down 3.6%. It's at about $1 trillion even. The BTC dominance is 41.5, and the F dominance is 18.5. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our coin today is number 69 on CoinMarketCap, Waves. Its price is $5.22. It's down 6.3% in 24. Its current market cap is sitting at around $567 million, which is also its fully diluted market cap. So we're going to call 100% of Waves in circulation. Now, Waves, I, I feel, had a very high high. So let's see what it was. It was $62.36 set four months ago. It's down 92% since then. It's up from its all-time low, 4,000% set six years ago. That was 12.2 cents. You can buy waves on Binance, Huobi, KuCoin, BitThumb, Binance.us, Kraken, FTX, and so many more. Again, it's a higher-ranked coin, so you're going to have a lot of options. Not many U.S. options, it looks like, though, besides Binance.us. And again, I always want to say that if you only have one option where you have liquidity in your country think about buying the coin and obviously this is not financial advice but i do want to say if if they delist it in any way and you miss it and you forget about it or if uh i don't know maybe the sec finds it a security for some reason and they shut it down you're not gonna be able to sell your waves you're gonna have to try to find another country and some countries restrict u.s uh, customers you have to use a vpn um, it's just a pain you know so make sure that you have liquidity in multiple places so make sure it's like on finance.us and ftx.us and Coinbase or Coinbase and Binance.us because that's just going to be a little buffer if one delists it for one reason or the other. If it is founder security, they're both going to have to delist it. But at least that gives you maybe a little bit of window of finding out from both places that it's being delisted so you can be able to, uh, you know, 
get it out of your hands and trade it before you're not allowed to trade it. Now, wait, I don't know why I just went down that rabbit hole. I'm not saying that's being delisted, but I am saying, please make sure that you have enough places of liquidity or places to trade the certain coins that you hold. So if you ever have a problem, you have multiple avenues to escape that problem. So what does Waves do? According to CoinMarketCap, Waves is a multi-purpose blockchain platform which supports various use cases including decentralized applications and smart contracts. Waves was launched June of 2016, and it was one of the earliest ICOs or initial coin offerings. Waves initially set out to improve blockchains, and they wanted to increase speed, utility, and user-friendliness. But since then, Waves has undergone various changes, and they have new spin-off features to build on its original design. Waves token is an uncapped supply. So, and it's used for standard payments such as block rewards, but uncapped supply. Just to let you know. That's Waves number 69 in CoinMarketCap, ticker W A V E S. Moving into our news today, there's a law firm. It's called Scott and Scott, and they're currently organizing a class action suit against Yuga Labs. And Yuga Labs is the creators, the owners, the, the, the company behind Board Ape Yacht Club and ApeCoin. The lawsuit alleges that Yuga falsely promoted Bore Ape Yacht Club and ApeCoin as securities with guarantees of returns, but it really plummeted in value over the past three months. And so Scott and Scott is in a preliminary stage of seeking out plaintiffs who suffered losses in association with the purchase of Yuga-backed NFTs and tokens from April to June. And real quick, my opinion on that, it looks like a grift. It looks like they're just trying to organize this. Now, uh, this is how the, these things work, you know, but if you, you're organizing a class action suit and then you're finding the people to say, hey, did you lose money on your board ape or your ape coin? Well, if you did, we're going to sue. And obviously they're trying to get a piece of this. But, you know, here's the thing is the Securities and Exchange Commission has thus far refrained from labeling any NFTs as a security, because if they did, they might have to label art as a security so do they really want to go down that route brian fry a professor of law at the university of kentucky said you know when something is a security when the sec decides it wants to regulate it then it becomes a security the real question is does the sec want to regulate this particular market and the reality is the sec does not want to regulate the art market so this is going to be interesting to see how this goes out i personally think i foresee that this class action suit isn't going to go anywhere so we know there's lots of companies that are locking people out of their money, their crypto. And one of those companies' name is Zipmax, and it's an exchange out of Singapore. But just days after pausing customer withdrawals, it said it received a memorandum of understanding from a potential investor looking to buy the firm. They said this in a tweet. Our conversation with various interested parties have progressed significantly. One of those parties has offered terms to do a memorandum of understanding, which is, by the way, a non-binding agreement, but it starts the process for negotiations and due diligence. Zipmax did not describe the exact nature of the deal or the name of the prospective buyer, only that it sought to do, said due diligence. Remember, Zipmax closed people out of their accounts, citing circumstances beyond its control. Obviously, I think that's a bunch of BS, but that's what they said, hopefully to get a buyer so they can open up accounts to people again. So as we know, Celsius filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And while people are writing into the judges and people are writing in customers of Celsius to explain their situations. And I have a couple here. There's a lot more. There's a link in the show notes I want you to read because it basically, well, it's actually a, a weekend review of crypto Twitter. 
I think it's a brilliant idea of, of Decrypt to do that. And they basically just compiled some of the, I guess, most interesting or most thoughtful or uh, most entertaining tweets in the crypto space. And they put them all there in one article. So the link is in the show notes. But this is one of the things that they put in there. And The Defiant was actually publishing some of these letters that are being written to Celsius. And I'm going to read a couple of them for you right now because they're, they're heartbreaking, honestly. And we can have opinions on whose fault and whose liability, but, but I think we'll have a definitive opinion on this after I read these. And I want to know your opinion. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. First one. Currently, I have my entire life savings and retirement invested in Celsius in the stablecoin USDC in the amount of $205,000. I cannot begin to tell you the level of devastation and horror I felt when Celsius froze withdrawals. Having my funds frozen has been devastating to me and my family, both financially, mentally, and physically. I cannot sleep most nights, and I'm overwhelmed with the worry and the dread for my family's future. I have two small children, a three-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son. I'm the sole breadwinner for my family, and I pride myself on making smart financial decisions and parental decisions for them to provide a better life and a bright, positive future. I was going to use my funds to finish building my house and complete the construction of my property that has been underway for over a year. I'm currently left scrambling, trying to figure out ways to get myself out of this mess that Celsius has put me in. In another letter, someone said this, I was one of the many common retail investors that invested my money with Celsius after their constant advertisements and promotions of earn great and safe APY returns like the rich. You can access your money anytime. Your crypto is always safe with us. And on and on the false promises went. And we all remember those ads. As a disabled combat veteran who served in the Afghanistan campaign, it hasn't been easy for me to maintain employment and save money to build a future retirement for my family. So I've been saving for years to amass the sum that I had in Celsius. To Celsius, I'm a minnow in a sea of whales. My $36,000 to Celsius that took me nearly a decade to save with dedication and hard work feels completely insignificant. And there are many, many more letters like this. And if you dare to read them, please do. And you know what side I fall on. Celsius has been marketing that you're able to access your money all the time, that you're earning like the rich. Alice Mashinsky has completely, completely over the years tried to sell us to give him his money, his your crypto, and then turn around, locks you out of it. And then the lawyers come out to say, well, actually, if you gave your Bitcoin to, to, to Celsius, it's really not your Bitcoin. It's completely wrong. But I want your opinion. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. And there's one more thing I want you to read. I want you to read the Twitter thread by Sam Bankman-Fried. And basically, he goes on about how the Voyager acquisition is going and things that should happen and things that are not happening and why they're not happening and how actually you could probably make the whole process better. It's very interesting and insightful. And in the grift that keeps on grifting, BlockFi, we're talking about BlockFi now, over half a billion dollars was loaned out by BlockFi in Q2 that wasn't covered by collateral. So collateral refers to the assets posted by borrowers to lenders as a security against the borrower's default. If somebody who borrows money cannot repay their debts, BlockFi or anybody else can liquidate the collateral and getting back some of their funds or all of their funds or most of their funds or maybe even more of their funds because you could be over collateralized. The company explained in a report, we require many but not all borrowers to post varying levels of collateral depending on the borrower's credit profile. A credit profile in crypto? What credit profile are we looking at? I mean, considering BlockFi operates all over the world, there's no standardized credit profile. What does that mean? Can somebody tell me? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. According to Bloomberg, FTX is looking to buy Bitthumb. 
Bitthumb has over 8 million registered users, and they are now in their late-stage talks. Bitthumb, they saw around $1 trillion in total volume traded on the exchange. However, Bitthumb has struggled on and off over the years. Back in 2020, Bitthumb faced a number of lawsuits, and Huobi Exchange was looking to buy them, but they never did. Now it looks like FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried is going to scoop them up. And finally, legislators in California have voted to end the ban on cryptocurrency donations to state and municipal political candidates. The Fair Political Practice Commission, or the FPPC, ruled on Thursday that California residents can now make donations of any amount, obviously within California's contribution limits, in cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, and so on. However, there's a catch. Political campaigns must immediately convert any crypto donations to dollars, and only payment processors registered with the U.S. Department of Treasury can be used. And actually now, California has clearer guidelines for campaigns to take crypto than the federal government. Surprise, surprise. And just like any other donation to any political campaign, they still have to follow compliance, meaning that they have to collect your name, your address, your employer, and so on and so forth. No donations can be anonymous. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily and happy Monday. I hope you have a great day and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, happy hodling, everyone.